Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. My name is Ray Park. You may know me as playing Dark Moon of Phantom Menace, Bone Wars, and also... Solo and Star Wars story. You're listening to Star Wars Stuff Podcast. The Force is strong with you all. And remember, sit Hey, this is Dominic Pace, who plays Gecko the Bounty Hunter from The Mandalorian, letting you all know you are listening to the Star Wars Stuff Podcast. Wishing everybody all the best, and may the Force be with you. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Star Wars Stuff Podcast, where we talk all things Star Wars. My name is Colin. Hey, I'm Josh. Okay, so Mason's going to be in and out today because his wi-fi is not the best so he will comment as much as he can my internet is all right having problems once again <laughs> again <right>. you <laughs> i'm so glad okay. the internet okay you guys have come out oh. twice <laughs> oh god this is gonna be a long episode isn't it long okay episode. all right up. now did you <laughs> <laughs> all right go ahead and jump into the news colin it's all you brother. okay <laughs> uh anyways uh so for this week there's not that much to talk about but we are here to hype you up because next week let's go in, in front of is imax Rogue One is coming back to the IMAX. Let's um, go, baby! is back to IMAX. So Finally. here's my question. I got my ticket. Josh, did you end up getting one? No, I don't have my ticket just yet, but we are looking at getting some tickets. I just need to be able to get the time off. Okay. All right. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, Mason, this will be a long response, but uh, did you end up getting a ticket for Rogue One? Uh, no, I have not. Ended up... I will definitely get one, though. All right, yeah, I, I, I would definitely okay. look into it uh, because it, it does come with would, an exclusive I would give poster. anything to go watch Rogue One in theaters again. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I, I know. So what's great is that it does come with this exclusive IMAX poster, but it also hey! comes with an exclusive look at, at Andor. So a lot of us are speculating. We'll probably show the first 10 minutes, uh, which is exciting. Uh, Do we know but, what the runtime is from what they what they're saying currently? Because I think you'd be able to figure it out from there. Uh you know what? I haven't looked yet, just yet. I will, that's a great I, idea, Josh. Why don't we check that out? You know what? That's a great idea. That, that that's a wonderful idea. But uh, Star Wars stuff I, podcast logo on it. Because it if it doesn't come with our logo on it, I kind of don't want the the. <laughs> it does not come with our logo on it. We that is so disappointing. I know. I know. That's all right though. But in other news, uh, Mark Ruffalo recently made a comment, and I'm really curious of what you guys think about it. Um, he uh, he he was asked about you know Star Wars and maybe potentially joining it, and this is what he said. He said, "If you watch Star Wars, you're pretty much going to get the same version of Star Wars each time. It might have a little bit of humor. It might have a little bit of." different animation but you're always really in that same kind of world but with marvel you can 
have a whole different feeling even within the Marvel Universe. How do you guys feel about that? I mean, I, I, I guess, because I mean, like, that's like saying, well, technically, in the multiverse, there's another multiverse where all of Star Wars is real, right? Yeah. And so, I mean, we have all these multiverses where all this stuff can change, and it's like it's unlimited like possibilities. But I guess Star Wars doesn't have unlimited possibilities. It's definitely a, it's a hot take comment, but it's kind of like. I'm I'm pretty unfazed with that one. I mean, how many times can you see a CGI fest of like Marvel? Like, I think I think you you eventually get just like superhero kind of what's it called like fatigue. And I think that's where we at we're at like right now is a lot of people have superhero fatigue. So I mean that comment's pretty just like it's like yeah, but not really at the same time in my opinion. Yeah, I mean. I mean, here's my thing about it. For for the Star Wars universe to be the same, I'm comparing... I mean, because if you look at Marvel, uh, you have that same concept. Because it's taking place in the same universe. It's the same story. It's just added to it. That's exactly what Star Wars is. So I really don't understand his comment in a way. Yes. Uh, yeah. It's, it's it's funny because like I would literally just say that Marvel stuff is just the exact. Like, yeah. It's it's even worse in my opinion of just like, oh look it up look like, just it's the same thing and again it's the same thing over and over again yay yeah yeah so same I thing just, different different heroes yeah. Yeah, no, I I mean, I don't know. I think it I think it will be interesting. Um I mean, he'd be great. He would I would um, love him in Star Wars, but I mean, uh, it doesn't that doesn't mean he wouldn't do it, I don't think. Is it him saying he wouldn't do it or is he just saying, well, you know, if you've seen him, you've seen one, you've seen them all kind of like feel. I that's what it feels like to me um of the comment that he made. I don't know. I don't know. Like, I get he's saying that, but that doesn't mean like necessarily like he's not he wouldn't right. do it. Because for me, it's like he is, you know, that comment sounds like a very loyal comment to Marvel of being like more. <laughs> I would never leave. Yeah. So it's like, no, I, I it's like whatever. I mean they're but, both owned by Disney. I don't think they'd really care that much. Yeah. Um Pizza Kid from YouTube says the world between worlds is is the Farthest, yes, that's a, I completely agree with that. I besides agree, making a joke film. I don't want to see, um, I don't want to see them go that full multiverse route like like Marvel did. Because, could you imagine of just seeing like a different version of of uh of Luke Skywalker and then like having like maybe the characters look like how they were in the original concept art of Ralph. McQuarrie, I think that would be like, you know, would be the oh, okay, cool, but it's like, how is that going to help the plot? Like, so, I don't like, know. Star Wars is, is, has, and is, and always has telling a linear storyline, right? So, whenever you have new content in Star Wars, it's sort of about 
uh, it, it's to feel familiar, but a little bit different. So I think like Mark Ruffalo, the way that he phrased it, do I think that he's entirely wrong? Like, can I see? Yes. But it's kind of the nice thing about Star Wars is that it's, it's familiarity to what you love. Yeah. Nope. I agree. Uh, but yeah, so maybe he'll join. Like, I mean, if you guys could have anyone from Marvel come over to the stars universe, who would you want? Cause we do have a couple of people from Marvel. Give me the Tony stock. <laughs> Robert, Robert Downey Jr. Please. Who, who would you want to see him as? I think Chris Evans would be super cool to see in, 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 in the Star Wars universe. I may be biased because I'm a big Captain America fan, but I think Chris Evans would definitely fit that vibe. Don't roll your eyes, Josh. I see you. <laughs> uh, hey, I mean, I, I think I would love to see him as a bad guy in something. That would be fun. Have you seen, have you seen his new movie, The Gray Man on no. Netflix? He he plays the villain in that one. That's and cool. That, yeah. And he also plays the villain on Knives Out as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I, I just think... See, because, like, I would love to hit him to play, like, the, the, like, the character he plays in Sherlock Holmes, but, like, in Star Wars. I think that would be really fun. Pizza Kid says that he wants Paul Rudd. I think Paul Rudd would be funny as a droid. I think he could definitely... <laughs> yeah, that would be pretty good. Paul yeah. Rudd as well, actually. Funnily enough. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then he also said, uh, I think Maul will be pulled out of the world between worlds in Ahsoka. Uh no. No. I Oh boy. I don't know if I would want that. Like Maul is dead. Like keep Maul dead. If he came back, that would be what would they pull him out for though? Like that's what I'm trying to say. It's like it's well. Like... So Love I was it. talking with um with uh someone someone that we work with um his name's Shane and and he was saying when they eventually find Ezra that Ezra and Thrawn would be like good so like Thrawn wouldn't be a bad guy anymore and there wouldn't that be would like be cool. a like there there really wouldn't be a antagonist uh, and and Shane said that that the whole reason why that Thrawn was part of the Empire because the empire and the emperor promised to help him with his people and now the emperor is dead and uh and uh he was saying that maybe thrawn um doesn't have that viewpoint anymore and uh and and he really doesn't know that much about his um about his people so he said that there would be that possibility where thrawn would be like oh yeah i'm no longer you know evil and stuff you know i'm i'm, <laughs> I'm good now and that would beg the question: Who would end up being like the next big bad? Because Moff Gideon, you know, is bad, but I don't think he would be, in like on that level. I think he is more of like a general, but I don't think he's like the main bad guy. I think there would be someone behind it. Would it be Maul if he got pulled out of the of See, the? For me, is what I, I thought they were trying to do was make Thrawn the ultimate bad guy, being that That's my he's, thought. he's the reason of how the First Order came to be. So we actually know how the first order came to be. How? Uh, oh well, the first order came to be uh, 
by General Hux's father. He he was a founding member. The reason why they were all meeting on Jakku was to like regroup, and some of them escaped and then went to hiding, and then they recreated it from there. So the Empire, you know, technically quotations died, but uh, um, but it's it. I don't know. It's very interesting because as a time point of the Mandalorian, you the the Battle of Jakku already happened, right? So we're five years after the events of Return of the Jedi. The Battle of Jakku happened a year after that. Um, so it's like most of all the leaders are dead. Um, and I, I I don't know. Like, do you see Moff Gideon being like the main, like the main villain or no? No, because of how serious Bo-Katan was about meeting where Thrawn was. Mm. Think about think about they make Maul the big bet for the fourth release. So it's actually funny that you say that because of the the original um, plot for the for the uh, sequels was going to have Darth Maul be like the main bad guy. Like he was going to be like the main bad guy of 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 what seven, eight, and nine was going to be. So Maul, uh, Maul, Maul would have survived that entire time, uh, and be, because George Lucas, you know, never really worked on Star Wars Rebels or anything, and um, that that was the that was the actual blueprint, I guess, that he handed to Bob Iger, and then Bob Iger was like, actually, I think we're going w- with a different approach. So they never used Maul. Um, in live action again, which I think that would have been cool to have Maul like survive until that point. But the way that his story was told in Star Wars Rebels and the way that it ended of him trying to get revenge on, on... I'm sorry, was that was that George Lucas's always like was that always his plan? Apparently, like he's like Maul would have been like this from the beginning. Like I see, that's the thing. I don't know. I I definitely would love to hear his full out thought process of that. Um, uh, because there were a lot of, um, which ironically I was about to say this, but he just said it. Um, there were a lot of, uh, sequel ideas that were scrapped, um, that, that George came up with and other people came up with, um, the, uh, the idea was, I mean, because there was also the idea of having Lando playing a larger part as well. And then Lando only showed up in the rise of Skywalker. So it's it's very interesting to see what didn't make it. Do you remember the time of when the movie was about to come out and there were all those there were all of those theories like of how like Snoke was Darth Plagueis and uh uh and Yes, I do. And, I and like days. Finn Yeah, and like Finn was like the lost long son of Mace Windu or something and it was just like like people were just coming up with all these theories and I and then when the movie came out, then people were butthurt because some of their theories didn't come true. But I like the way that Force Awakens ended because it did raise a lot of questions because we were like, who's Snoke and everything? And, and then you go to Last Jedi and you're just like, oh, okay. Well, I guess not. <laughs> I guess not. I, I guess that's not happening today. So uh, I am I would love to see more of Maul. I would love to see, you know, probably, you know, not getting pulled out of the world between worlds. If we did pizza guy, we will definitely give you credit. 
but I I don't know. I I know Ray Park would be down. I know Sam Sam Whitworth loves Maul. He's been that character for so long now. Uh and I think that that would definitely be um an amazing tie-in um for that character, but We'll have I mean, if anything, if, if you see him back on screen, it would have been like Kira's era. Yeah. So I wouldn't doubt he could come back on screen, but I don't think he would come back now. But like if you're going to use the world between or like like use the whole veil and everything, I, I would have assumed because we had make, made comments before of like, wouldn't it be cool if she gets to like learn the origin of the Jedi and yeah. like learn from these points in time? Not like just be like, I'm going to pull someone through, but like go there and be like, Hmm. Yes. <laughs> this is where the Jedi began. Hmm. Yes. Like that kind of stuff. I think that'd be pretty cool. I would love to see her maybe go back in time and maybe see a small cameo of Tar Vizla. I think that would be which I think we talked about. Um like of, of Yeah, I just would love that to small see stuff. like I would love to see like the forging of the dark. Yeah, um, and I'd like to see a little bit about like ancient Mandalorian history. The thing for me is like with all the hype right that now. we've really put into like Grogu at this point, like how does he fit into the sequel era? Is what I, we're like. I'm really interested in seeing. I'm yeah. hoping that we that we dive deep into that uh, because of something that we talked about on our on our Patreon daily, um, like a. A while back was that they were already t- um apparently they are getting ready to sh- like to film season four of uh of mando and if they're already getting ready to film it either season three ends on a big cliffhanger or uh, uh or they like are trying to keep up with all the shows but that makes more sense if like season three left on a cliffhanger and they were like okay we can't wait too long to to start filming the next season so uh, I'm thinking that we'll probably get footage like that over at Star Wars um at Star Celebration next year for season 4 kind of like we got like the footage for Ahsoka when it was way too early to get it but we got it anyway. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh which that which that trailer's been all over online lately like it it leaked again. So um I was just like well, I don't know how but somehow it leaked. Um but yeah Oh no, I'm excited. I'm excited to see what they end up doing with season three. I there's so much to look forward to. Um, I'm excited to see more of his ship, more action, more things that we know about, more more um, more lore to be explored. Lore to be explored. Lore to be explored. But yeah, more stuff for them to rewrite out of the comics. <laughs> That's a reference to the book of Boba Fett. That's funny. Uh, but we have D23. Uh, video game time. Woo-hoo! Yes. And this is actually the first video game, like actual games panel that they're going to have a D23. And they are going to touch up on some of the upcoming new Lucasfilm video games and the upcoming Marvel games. Now, Lucasfilm video games, so most likely they'll probably like announce of when the new Indiana Jones game is coming out. Um, that honestly makes sense for me. Uh, who's making and... it? Is it Bethesda? What? Is it Bethesda who's making it? I think so. Most um, sure it's Bethesda. 
Did I, you know that, Mason? I think probably. Because <laughs> Mason's a giant Bethesda fan. No, uh, he's he's shaking his head. No. Um, but yeah, no, I uh, I am curious of what it will all entail. They actually not a, a giant Bethesda fan in recent years, but oh, I do yeah, like they're... I do like the earlier games. As in, because because he's gonna because they're gonna make um, Indiana Jones. No. Are they? That was such a delayed reaction. But we'll pass. <laughs> like, hold on, let me. Let me little, okay, you guys can keep talking. I'll do the research on that. One. Okay. Uh, something. Uh, something that I'm very excited for, which I was surprised, was the the main uh, the main game that they'll be talking about first is Lego Star Wars. So it sounds like they'll be actually adding more to the Lego Star Wars game. And with it that is. being said, it better be customization, like for your character, like actually making your character. And we need more DLC levels. That's cool. Yeah, it's, it's I know that's something that games have been asking Bethesda. for for a long time. All right, wait, th- say that one more time. So then it's Mason by Machine Games and Bethesda. There you go. That's cool. Yeah. Have they done anything recently? Bethesda? No, Machine Games. <laughs> Do you know who that is? Not off the top of my head, no. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Have they done anything recently? It's the the Wolfenstein people. Oh, they're the people that did Wolfenstein. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, And one game that that Josh and I are very anticipating on. I'm not including Mason because he hasn't even beat the game yet. Is uh, <laughs> Jedi Survivor? Uh, Let's am, go! Yes, uh, and I don't know if we really talked about this, uh, Josh, but w- with this action figure, did you see he he has a blaster on on his hip? So they apparently they are going to incorporate blaster and light and lightsaber switch combo so like at one point if you want to use a blaster you can and then you can switch to using your lightsaber that's helpful yeah gameplay also that has i swear that has been like the biggest media for new things for star wars as in things that were yeah. like it's just commonplace now like i now see like bd1s all the time yeah all the time so i'm like well, I guess if we can see BD one, it's fine, and it, it's really cool. We even see what we saw in uh, Boba Fett. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. BD seventy one, BD seventy two. We actually got to see him over at Star Wars Celebration, like the actual one that they used in the show. That's really cool. Um, but I am, I'm, I'm honestly excited for that combo. Um, I am too. Uh, because we have seen it in Rebels. We have seen it uh, in the sequels because you've got Ray that um, uh, that does the lightsaber and gun combo. You you have Kanan that does it, and then you have Obi Wan that recently has done it, which that's what um, uh, that's what Pizza Kid said as well. So it's it's like it's something that's catching on. I mean, I I I don't think we've ever really experienced that combo in the game. So I'm excited. I mean, actually, if you go back to Star Wars Revenge of the Sith, the video game, and you play as General Grievous, you can actually like be fighting with the lightsabers and you can switch to his to his blaster 
and then you can switch back to um, using the lightsabers. So that combo has actually been done before in a game. Can't believe I just thought of that. That was a throwback. But yeah, no, uh, I I want I I'm so excited for this game, and I know Josh is. When the game comes out, we will definitely be like live, like live streaming that game. Let's go! Yeah. Um. And by then, I'm hoping to have my do, my do actual media when I'm three. Anything about the game that Ubisoft is doing after Avatar? Because we know it's a Star Wars game. It will be open world. Yep. Um, do you think that they would show anything at this? There's a possibility they would probably show a teaser. Like, um, or at least concept art because we haven't seen any concept art. Now, here's the question though what era do you want that game to take place in? Because I got a feeling that 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 after the original, how many years do I think it would be? Well, because they could, you know, do what they're doing with the Eclipse game, which is taking place in the High Republic, but I want it to take place in an era that we actually know and have experienced. I don't want it to be the Jedi Fallen Order era. Maybe during the Mandalorian era, I think that would be cool because there would be a lot of time to explore. That is 100% the time I think it'll be. Yeah. But then again, I don't know what they're trying to... Because we we have a beginning, a middle, and end, and we have a lot that they just keep throwing into the middle part. Yeah. And I want to know what is coming of this because there's just... We have so much buildup and hype in this middle era that we don't have towards the sequel side because we start again in the sequels. It's just like, boom, like immediately like something new. Whereas with, with this, we're like, we got Thrawn going on. We got Ezra going on. We got like, we got Grogu going on. We got Cal going on with him making his own like Jedi council and his own order. We got all of these different characters like placed all around the galaxy that are all like having something super important to do. And I'm like, all of these plot lines need to end in the next, like in, in however many years, like 30 years. Yeah. All of those plot lines need to end. And then if not, then are they going to change it up for like, like the, the, the sequels? Like, I, I, I wonder how they're going to be able to fix it, like fit in all. And here, really here's the stuff. thing. Here's the thing about this era. We really don't know much about the widespread galaxy beyond like the outer rim. Cause most, what we know about the sequel or the original trilogy era is like Tatooine, like a few other planets, like what's going on in Hoth and Yavin. But we don't really know the core worlds, what's going on within the core worlds. And I know people have been dying for a bounty hunting game. Love to see Ubisoft do a sort of open, uh, open world bounty hunting game, kind of like the Assassin's Creed series that they've been doing, like the new open world ones. Out well, have you seen like have you seen the, bounty the, hunter, like customizable bounty hunter that you can go and explore? Have you seen the trailer for the the newest um, Avatar game? I have. Uh, uh, I didn't know they released the trailer. That's it. I so so I have, and what scares me is that game actually got delayed. Um. So it all games get delayed. I know, but but this one was supposed to come out this year. And that game wasn't the only one that got delayed. The open with Harry Potter game also got delayed too. So, so that we can sounds... put it on Nintendo switch. Yeah. <laughs> yep. 
so it's just like okay cool um and 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 ironically like my wife and i just just got a ps5 and we're like awesome we've got all these new games coming out and they're like this one's delayed this one's delayed you have to wait and it's like cool i'm glad that you have old games on there that i can play like like the old Django Fett bounty hunter game that's cool so i i don't know i don't know i'm 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 very excited for all these new open world games star wars is something that i've been waiting for to be like a full-out open world game i think the closest like glimpse of one that we've gotten is the wars galaxies is is the new lego star wars game actually um uh did you ever play galaxies i think i did the the mmo the oh man um dude i love that the before um the the bioware one. Oh, okay i'm trying to think because of uh because of i um i played the did you ever play the old game uh star wars the old republic i mean not Star Wars the old republic uh um there was this old computer game called um stronghold crusader no, I don't believe I did. Uh, so that game was like you would be able to create your army, and you would be able to like go and and and, and attack like different places, and and you would like highlight your army and then move them towards different places, and you could attack different people. They like had so the same uh, real-time strategy. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, the same thing. Yeah. So they so they had that for a for a Star Wars game, and I can't think of the name of it, but. They had space battles. Yeah, I played it. Oh, yeah, I played that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and 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 I thought that game was amazing, um, and 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 it was so detailed. I I I would love another game like that. The rebels versus the empires, and it was super super hard to miss the rebel. Oh my god. Yeah, and 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 then they made a second one where they had like the clones and the droids and all that too. So yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know exactly what you're talking about. I used to play that all the time. Yeah. I'm uh, trying to think of the other game I was thinking about. Uh, yeah. So I'm hoping that we get that. There's other Star Wars games that they haven't actually officially announced yet, like of the title. They like said that here's all these games that we're working on, and here's all the companies that are working on it. But they didn't give us the title, so there's a chance that we might get those titles at Star Wars Celebration, and maybe even concept art. Uh, I will be watching very closely at those. Um, I'm a friend that's going, so I'm 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 gonna ask him to kind of the D23. Yeah, I'm gonna ask him to fill me in on everything because I really would like to know like what's going on with that. Now, here's a question for D23. Do you think that there will be another expansion to Galaxy's Edge? I drop moment. Oh man, um, this is actually something that we were talking about recently. I honestly, I would love that. I would love that. The question is, what would it be? Um, because of because of the talks right now, um, of from like you know from just fans and rumors in general is uh. Uh, is that they want to um, some people are thinking that they will fade out of uh, they will fade out of the sequel era and they'll fall into that timeline of the Mandalorian but then that question kind of you know stands of 
would they bring in like if they change the land up would they end up changing the rides as well would they end up taking out all of the stormtroopers on the uh on on the finalizer and turn them into original trilogy would they end up changing the millennium falcon and like changing the antenna like I, I feel like they would have to shut the park down for like a month or that something. That sounds like a really expensive project. I know, I I know, but this is but this is what the fans are talking about and what they want. And it's like that's great. But you have to that's think funny it. because I, I know that they like here's their in their head, it's like, no, we, we would never we would never do that. But I'm like, this is this is my point of view. Is that if they can see past the initial cost and how much that would actually make them if it was original trilogy, it would be insane. Yeah. Because if you can have the entire park be paid for and universal just off of one product being Butterbeer, all of the rides got paid for off Butterbeer, you can do that with Star Wars. If you make, if you literally just gutted like half the things. And just changed it just like enough to where it's like a few million dollar overhaul. It would have been fine. It can be fine, completely. Fine. Also, give them time to refurbish potentially, refurbish rides or something like that. If they if they wanted to do that, if they wanted to take things down and get a lot of stuff done, they could do that too. Well, yeah, I mean, have a lot of free time to just do stuff around the land and make things better. Well, because what More streamline. They would have to take out Hondo, maybe, because Hondo technically wasn't there in the timeline. They would have to work on Docking Bay Seven because of the whole point of of the character Cookie be, being there was because of um, Maz Kanata's castle got like blown unless, up and all that. Unless they just write Hondo into the timeline just for that one, just for one day. If I he's think, there for just one day doing stuff. I know, but I think they would be contradicting themselves because because of Hondo got there because of events that happened in the sequels and stuff like that. So I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm sure there's some kind of loophole. I think it's an interesting concept. I think that would be very cool. I think it would be very difficult. But I don't if, know why you want to go that far with it if Kylo Ren walks around with a mask on after you even destroyed it anyway. So. Well, yeah. well, you, well, you've also got pose, you've also got pose X-wing that blew up, um, uh, and and the Last Jedi, and it's the same paint job, mm-hmm. and we still got no real explanation of that. But yeah, so no, I um, I, I think they could announce something like that. I mean, they like did talk about stuff like for Galaxy's Edge at Star Celebration. They had a whole panel for it. Uh, California is now getting, you know, their own bounty hunting thing. Um, of course, you know, it's not exclusive to, you know, Hollywood studios, but that's fine. That's okay. Just give them more stuff. I don't um, care at all. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's, I don't know. I, I, I'm really, I, I know what I would change. How, what? I know what I want an announcement for. I want live entertainment at galaxy's edge. I That's, want more great. live entertainment. Mm-hmm. I want music. I want Star Wars music. Like I want Max Star Rebo like to be alive during that time, which I think he already is. And 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 I just want and them I to have like a live I stage. I also want. I also want uh, a live dancer. I want live Star Wars dancers. 
Like I'd love to see like uh like what dancing looks like in Star Wars. I think that'd be cool. Like what they're like what the Batu and like <laughs> sort of dance style looks like. I think it'd be neat. It is your dancing, Mason. It's the... my dancing. I bring Batu to life. <laughs> No, I, we are it's Batu, canon. All right, we are. Batu. I, I would, I would love, I, I would love a armory. I think that would be cool. I think seeing more of the Mandalorian culture there, I think that would be a good start. I think them walking and be like, oh my gosh, it's it, it's a Mandalorian, and then he's got all this armor that he sells, and it's like screen accurate armor. I think that would be really really cool. Um, I, I think if they sell certain helmets, um that's been something that's been talked about for a while. And I think a lot of people would be very, very excited about it. I like my signet idea. Yeah. Uh, What's that? That you get like, you know, have you seen like the, the pieces that people wear when they come in? It's like the little armor, this uh, signet armor is that you have a, a forager person in the middle and they make you one. That would be cool. That would be really, really cool. Yeah. That would give man, that would give um I feel like that would give Batu like a very like Renaissance festival kind of feel to it. If that you know, honestly like, is like a live yeah. blacksmith just like hammering away at signets and stuff. That would That'd be, be cool. awesome. So that would be so sick. That honestly is something that that we were talking about yesterday where um some some of us were talking about like, hey, like how cool would it be if they ended up like, you know, adding, you know, somewhere that we know and and like the main event that happened there. For example, like you're walking into Galaxy's Edge, but it's like Hoth. It's like the Battle of Hoth and 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 and, and you see the ATATs fighting and everything. It's just like <laughs> it's like, okay, cool. But the whole point of Galaxy's Edge is to be put into the world of Star Wars and not worry about actual events. Because now if you go and, you know, go back and watch Empire Strikes Back and you're watching the Battle of Hoth, you're like, well, I don't see me. I don't see how anyone could would be able to fit and, into the story there. It's like that that doesn't make sense. Now, with Galaxy's Edge, you are walking into a world that is tied into the events, but not actually happening during that event timeline. Uh, and, 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 and it's and it's a planet that we've never seen before. And it's, you know, some characters that we have seen, but it's like, we are being incorporated in the story just enough to where we are not like, you know, not really fully involved because I think that makes sense. I, I, I think that makes sense to me now why we've never seen Batu, uh, like in live action at all. And, and, and it's because of, if you, if you show Batu live action and it's during that same time period that we're in, um, then people might be like, Oh, okay. I don't see me. I'm disappointed. So I guess I'm not canon. Like I could definitely see people doing that. I don't know. The, the thing is you have to make it so that it's available for everyone. Yeah. And how can you make, how can you make it a different world where you immediately click onto what's actually happening? Right. Because there's a lot of fans that come into star Wars and it's like, wow, I know like, like I feel like it's not pleasing anyone. It's kind of like, bang, I'm in star Wars right now. It's like, I've got a couple things that I know. It's like, there's the landmark Falcon. There's the landmark, like 
rebel symbol. Like there's right. a landmark like uh, X-Wing and A-Wing. Like those are the ones that like fans are going to be like, boom, immediately. Whereas like you have a lot of new people and are people who have never seen Star Wars. They come into like spaceship. I'm not sure what that is. Um, and they just like walk through the whole place and they're just kind of like, there's nothing. I don't think that's really drawing them immediately in. Whereas I wish we had more of those elements. And I, I feel like that's a big one to try and try and do. It's kind of like, hey, if, if you're in Star Wars, I would love to see some aliens walking around, improving the land. But like right now, where we're sitting, it's like, hey, if you want the, I, I could imagine like a, like we redo everything. It's original trilogy, but how do you make it so that it still feels like Star Wars, where anyone can come in and like pick it up? instead of just being like, it's only for Star Wars fans. So what else then, besides like aliens and stuff, would you do to be able to introduce someone who's never heard of Star Wars into Galaxy's Edge and get them like hooked immediately? What other things would you incorporate? It's very hard. It's such a hard thing to figure out. Uh, Um, More pod racing. More pod racing, more Gungans, more... um, More pod racing. No, um, we watch we watch a pod racer come in and explode on one of the spires. I so I think we are getting. Um, I think the interactions with like characters like Chewie and Ray are great, but I'm how cool would it be if you just had actual like people like kind of like what they have in the Halcyon of uh, of where they have different aliens that aren't like you know major characters but just like different oh civilians, yeah, like walking around yeah. i that think cool. i think people would be more immersed like those like star wars fans that are i'm or not even star wars fans people just walk in and just be like wait who who is that guy like i'm so confused and and, and, and keep walking away like wait wait like it's just not people in costumes like like it's part of the land like this is interesting because of because of that the the land of Galaxy's Edge is amazing, but if, for example, if you're an annual pass holder, you probably go all the time. There's a chance that those people, you know, will be like, "Well, it's not big enough. It is kind of re- re- repetitive," and um, and that's not what you want out of like a land like Galaxy's Edge. And I think what Disneyland does so well is is they they don't have that. Um, they don't have that limit of where they were just like, okay, well, you know, it's the sequel era. They're like, nope, we're we're having Manda, we're having Grogu, we're having Boba, we're having you know, Fennec. We're having these characters like come out and like roam around and like do more things, but stay in their areas. And I think that's interesting. And I hope I hope they do that at Hollywood Studios. I really, really hope here's, they do. Here's the thing. Now that now that we sort of started talking about it and I like I said it out loud, I never really thought about it before, but like think going back and thinking about like having a black like a signet blacksmith in the middle of Galaxy's Edge, um, and like mentioning that it that would be kind of like Renaissance bearish. Galaxy's Edge is kind of already like a big futuristic Renaissance fair, right? Yeah. So what, what I I think it would be well well he is one big giant land that's supposed to be themed to like a particular time and place and everyone comes in and dresses up and comes together to do these things that are within this theming right okay okay okay. right 
So I feel like to draw more people into Galaxy's Edge that are like new, maybe do more live stuff that you could find at like a Renaissance fair. Cause like everyone loves to go to a Renaissance fair and get like the giant turkey leg or whatever. Um, you know, and, and everyone loves, everyone loves to go and watch like jousting or like live fighting or, you know, find these little bits. And yeah. I 100% agree with you, Mason. That is a great idea. That's a great idea. Mason. Why haven't we done that? I don't know. Just, but yeah, no, I mean like turn, turn galaxy's edge into just like a really big, like, like Star Wars themed Renaissance Festival. That's kind of what it's already going for. And I yeah. think that that would be so easy to draw people into. I agree. I agree. There's always room for for more Star Wars, and I think we'll definitely get that soon. Um, yeah. One last thing um, I wanted to ask you guys and see what you thought about this. Uh, what do you think the sequels would have been like? If Dave Filoni and John Favreau were in charge of it, oh man, that's a big question, Colin. Yeah, the sequels, yeah, the prequels. Sequels? I I am talking. I'm talking about the sequels, like of of Ray and Finn. Now, if they took over it, I don't know, man. Now, most likely, if they did, they would have focused on main characters like that that we know, and they probably wouldn't have had um, Ray and and you know Finn and all the in. In those characters, those characters probably won't exist. I guess who's to say? Like you're, like th- this question is bringing up a completely different timeline where completely different things would like would have happened. That's like, the, the point way that of the question. Yeah, that, but like, where do you start? I guess is my question. Like, where I, do you start? Because the sequel trilogy, it was supposed to be something completely new, right? that's sort of like that was sort of um that had I would love familiar to see your take on right? something that's very new like super new something that we've never seen before right yeah well i well and and that kind of tracks back to what mark ruffalo was saying where where he was like all the star wars is the same except sometimes the animation is different and it's like no star wars is on no it's like no <laughs> <laughs> Star Wars is on that fine level of following the blueprint. Marvel is different because they like just keep adding stuff to their story. But the reason why Star Wars works so well and people like it, it's because it, it reminds us of of the original movies. And 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 it just takes us back to our childhood. Now Marvel just keeps adding stuff to please all audiences, right? So they I are think- um uh <laughs> I, I see Josh's face. <laughs> I think Star Wars does the same thing. The problem, like the, the difference is that like in Star Wars, you don't need to have like these these superpowers to be able to contest with someone like Thanos to make a difference in the galaxy. Right. And I think it adds a little bit more of a personal touch. And I'm not saying that Marvel doesn't do that well. They just do it in a different way. My own personal touch on on may, may even saying that kind of thing is that like in in Star Wars, it's like yeah, you're you're you can basically do whatever you want. You can be the bad guy and enjoy being the bad guy, and people will support you in being that bad guy. When you can basically do whatever you want in this galaxy, whereas it's not like that for Marvel. You you have a set film and you have you know you know who your good is and you know who your bad is. Yeah, you have your archetypes for certain. 
Yeah. So I'm with, kind of like, eh. with yeah, with, with Star Wars, it just feels more like, I don't know, it it feels more like fresh off the streets. I guess it, it looks at like just everyone and just normal day life and like this is how it is. This is how things are in the galaxy, and this is what like you're sort of constrained to. Where with Marvel, it's like, ah, yes, you have this crazy X factor that turned this person into a god. I feel like, and now they're they're going and testing some ultimate evil. And both mm-hmm. are great franchises. I love Marvel. I love Star Wars. Yeah, I, I just think they're they're different, and I I think they both do the same thing really well in their own way, which is entertain. I think that's just it. Like that, that's all there is to say about it. That that was a very sugar-coated answer but okay um so no i'm just kidding uh wow no i no 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 i i I understand where you're coming from for for like me it's just like in marvel it's specifically saying you have to have powers to make a difference um uh that's that's what it really sounds to me when in star wars it's saying like doesn't matter who you are in the galaxy it doesn't matter who you're connected to you can make a difference um, but I mean, and, not not even because Black Widow doesn't have powers, right? Well, like I, mean, I am, she's dead. Yeah, I am. <laughs> he is dead. <laughs> you know, never mind. You know who's also dead? Tony Stark. That's yep, yep. So no, I'm I'm like it's. I'm nothing against Marvel. I love Marvel. Review, like I I I I'm I'm, I'm I'm a big Captain. Of, what? I said upon further review, I received. Go ahead. Okay, cool. Um, no, so I've, I've, I've got nothing against Marvel. Like, I think Marvel is a great franchise and, and, and it's the gift that keeps on giving. Um, we like recently just got Moon Knight and that show was phenomenal. So, and, yeah. and then we have the new She-Hulk show, um, which apparently is the, I'm, I'm quoting this. This is the most highest like ranking show that they brought to Disney plus that is Marvel. And I'm very interested by that statement. Is it? apparently so um interesting uh, yeah so uh but i think the franchise would be i think the sequels would maybe look more more happy on like i mean i think people would be more satisfied if john favreau and dave filoni like handled the sequels because the sequels were handled by multiple people and not the same group each time. I think that's where it kind of went, you know, kind of astray. When you have John Favreau and Dave Filoni working on almost every new Star Wars project um, that has come to Disney Plus, and that's been like one story. Like John Favreau and Dave Filoni even helped with with Obi Wan Kenobi. Like they like kind of helped guide them over there. And I think that if they did the sequel trilogy, I think that would have been crazy because. Um, Dave Filoni essentially was the apprentice of George Lucas, right? So Dave Filoni learned everything that he knows mainly about film and animation and the Star Wars lore from George Lucas. Now, J.J. Abrams and Ryan Johnson didn't have that. So in my mind, I don't think they fully understood Star Wars when Dave Filoni has understood it all along. And that's why we love Mandalorian. That's why we love all these other shows, the Clone Wars, Rebels, all that. It's because Dave Filoni understands what star wars really is 
Yes. Just an ending thought. But also, uh, I feel like it's it's the main lack of a plan. I, I will say, like the sequels, it's just I feel like just because the lack of the the future, it's like we knew where we wanted to start, we just never knew where we wanted to end, and that caused way more problems than they thought it ever could. I agree. So, I mean, I feel like they would have came in through with a plan and been able, like, even let's let's say like the first episode ended up happening, right? Completely. Even if those two came in, I feel like they would have been able to piece something together and make it work well. I agree. Because no one liked Ahsoka to begin with. Right. Yeah. yeah, that that was a big thing. And I remember through the seasons, then Ahsoka became a fan favorite. And then I remember when Star Wars no Rebels one, came out, people No one liked the prequels out. when they came out. Nobody yeah. liked the prequels when they came no. out. And, 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 okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. Not everyone. Okay, I, I will. Maybe okay. you didn't. I love the prequels when they came out. Yeah, a a lot of people gave the prequels flack. The majority, I feel like, of people that I spoke to did not like the prequels. Do you like the sequels, Mason? I do not. No, not personally. I like things about them. I like I like things about them. There are definitely great things. I like I said, I will rave about the uh, design of the sequels all day. I think the designs for the sequels were phenomenal. And the ideas that were proposed were really, really good. I think the execution of the plan was just not there. Yeah. But I mean, uh, I, I've talked about it so much. It's like beating a dead horse, you know? Oh, wow. Okay. Like, uh, uh, yeah. Everyone knows what my stance on the sequel is. Yeah, yeah. I, I know. I know. Um, and then one, one final thing. Um, the show Acolyte. Sounds like we will be getting Darth Plagueis. How do we Finally! Yeah. Finally! <laughs> Something new! Finally! Oh, brother, <laughs> this guy eats! Yeah, no, I... <laughs> what? <laughs> Nothing. Don't worry. Oh. Just a dumb reference. <laughs> dumb, dumb, dumb reference. Okay, well, uh, I, uh, I am excited for Darth Plagueis to finally come in. Um... Because we know his story very well um, through like legends and everything, but we don't know it in live action. And I think they will touch upon that um, and Acolyte. And we could probably get like a young Palpatine as well. And I'm glad that we'll be focusing on actual dark side characters. Now, I don't want them to pull like a Star Wars Battlefront 2 campaign where you're Iden Versio on a couple of like imperial missions and then she turns to the light i don't want that i want them to be dark side the entire time oh yeah i mean the, this whole game is sort of going to be like do we feel like this is going to be like the um this is not antithesis? a game it's a show or do we feel like the show is going to be sort of like the antithesis <laughs> to jedi fallen order like where jedi fallen order is all about like finding out about the jedi and exploring uh, the we think that the show is going to be about like the sith and the bad guys and that's exactly that's exactly what i'm thinking this will be yeah yeah the dark that's what i think too force. you know what actually would be cool as well uh if ubisoft uh a video game i just completely remind uh, remembered can you Something. say that again, Mace? 
Yeah. Um, let me re- let me restart that sentence. Uh, you know what else I think would be a really cool idea for a Star Wars video game from Ubisoft? Oh, <laughs> sorry, I just remembered Ubisoft. I'm sorry. I was speaking on behalf of Josh because I saw Josh make a face. <laughs> Ubisoft, Ubisoft, whatever. Okay. Anyways, continue. Anyways, um, I would love to see something like The Division. Oh. Or like their Tom Clancy style games. You want you want a you want a cooperative like co-op game, bro? Like a co-op third person shooter where you could use like gadgets and stuff would be really cool. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind it. I think it'd be really cool to do like a heist one, heist game. Like it's, uh, it's like payday, yeah. but it's it's Star Wars. That would be cool. But that, that cool. is what um what Star Wars thirteen thirteen was essentially supposed to be. So, yeah, I would love to see like I would love to see like being able to play as this like bounty hunter operator. You're able to run around these free worlds. You can travel to like different worlds or different sections of different planets and stuff. Um, and you can deploy like uh, I don't know, like an e web or something. Like if you carry around an e web, you can just slap down an e web somewhere and just be like do 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 do. Or if you wanted to throw down like deployable cover or like have one of those little probe droids that can run around and shock people, like how Idenversio had. That would be be awesome. And you could go and like invade hut strongholds or like go and invade like empire imperial bases and stuff like that would be. Fun. Yeah, well, well, hopefully we get some type of announcement soon. Uh, but guys, we oh man, we Hold just on. I gotta oh, what I want I want to throw this up and just mention this. I don't know if you guys ever played Sea of Thieves, but yeah, yes, yes, I've played a lot of Sea of Thieves. It's um, a Star Wars Sea of Thieves would be really cool as well, as, but it's with spaceships, but it's with spaceships. and it's also different gameplay because of because of. Yeah, with like Sea of Thieves, it is hard to fight people. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, um, I cool. agree. A little more fluid. All right, uh, we just want to thank you all for you know being on here. We're on Instagram at Star Stuff Podcast. Let's go, Star Wars Twitter, Twitter at Stuff Pod. Personally, TikTok. our favorite tag. My favorite TikTok. Tag. Search Star Wars Stuff Podcast, and please email us Gmail. on Star Wars Stuff Podcast yeah, at Gmail. All right, and we're on audibletrial.com slash stuff podcast. We have a free code on there if you use our name. So I would definitely check that out. Please go on Apple and give us a review and tell David how great he is because he is pretty great. great. We're all trash comparative to to, to him. Give uh, David five stars. Yep, uh, we're on YouTube, and then please go on our stuff podcastnetwork.com. Mason and Josh are either added to it or they are getting added to it. I um the, of all the their bios and everything. Hey, yep. And then go and follow us and um, sign up for our Patreon. We, hey, we have a lot let's of go Patreon. Content. Woo! Uh, we are we, posting daily, 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 daily things. Always new content. Most of it's going to go to the Patreon. Yep. So if you Hashtag ABC always be contenting. Oh, wow. Yeah. All right. Uh, but uh, if you would like to see more of David, um, you know, Patreon's the way to go. 
But uh, with that being said, guys, we love you all. Thank you so much for being part of the Star Wars Stuff podcast uh, uh, family. We would not be doing this if it wasn't for you guys. Very true. We're excited to see where Star Wars goes. We got oh, yeah. D23 next uh, in a couple of weeks. We got oh, yeah. Star Wars Celebration next year. We have all these shows coming out and doors coming out. Uh, and we have uh, Rogue One back in IMAX next weekend. So we're excited. We love you all. May the force be with you. Always. Always. Always.